Hi there, and welcome to Frollo, the single parent podcast. I'm your host, Zoe Desmond, single parent and founder of Frollo, the single parent community app. Frollo is all about empowering the single parent experience through friendship, community and support. And this podcast brings you conversations with other single parents about their experiences and the challenges and rewards that go hand in hand with raising a child by yourself. There are so many different aspects to single parenting, and I think it's about time we put a more positive spin on the term single parent, because one thing is for sure, single parents are truly incredible. I hope you enjoy this episode of Frollo, the Single Parent Podcast. Jas, lovely to have you on the Frollo Podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> so Jas, I stumbled across your Instagram page, Barb's The Van and Friends, a while ago, and it really stood out to me because it's a single parent Instagram account with a bit of a twist. So would you be able to share what's unique about your page? So it all started, um, I guess, during lockdown when I had a bit more spare time. I was on furlough and I kind of thought what a great idea it would be to buy a really, really old, rusty VW van and convert it into a little home on wheels whereby we could go out and explore as much as possible. And I think what's unique about us is that me and Bertie. So Bertie is two, he's three next month. We did it together. So the Instagram kind of shows our terrible journey of learning how to use a saw and a drill for the first time, like doing it together. And then the adventures that we've gone on, just me and him since. That is so, it's unbelievably cool and inspiring. And yeah, when I came across your your Instagram page, I just thought, oh my God, not only have you converted a van as a single parent with a young toddler in tow, but it's just gorgeous. And, you know, some of the trips that you've been on, it's just a page of complete inspiration. Um, (laughs) It's really, really, really cool. So what was it that kind of made the idea pop into your head like have you had experience going on road trips in kind of bws before or where did the idea come from um i have no experience i have barely knew how to drive i was driving probably the smallest car on the road i was driving a peugeot 107 so absolutely no experience but um i think like something that's really important to me as a parent um, is the whole kind of like being with nature and being close to the environment. So like I try and be as environmentally friendly as possible. And I think that's through growing up like quite close with nature. So I was, it was so important to me that I put that into Bertie and I make him into like the next generation of like sustainable children. And I think having a disconnect with nature, like we, Obviously, money is such an issue for me because I'm 22, I'm a single mum, I have a part-time job and I'm a student, like money's very tight. So I kind of thought I can't live in the country, I can't really travel with him and show him the world by jumping on planes because it's really hard 
as a single mum to do any of that thing. So I thought a van would be the best idea because we can park up anywhere, campsites you can get for a fiver a night. And I kind of thought this is the best way to show Bertie the world and to get him connected with the environment and to have a respect for the world that he lives in without spending any money. That is unbelievably cool. And I love your reason and inspiration behind it and what you're giving to, to Bertie and creating, creating for him. And, and it's so it's so important, isn't it? That connection to, to nature for, for us all, but to be able to kind of embed that in our kids. And yeah. I just know living and, and I, I just know, you know, living in London, how sometimes the absence of that connection to nature can really kind of impact you know how I'm feeling and then once I kind of once I get access to it again it's like just feeling totally rejuvenated connected again so yeah it's so good for your mental health to be immersed I mean I live five minutes from the sea and every time I'm stressed just being by it just completely calms you down and also kids are so entertained in like in nature they can play with pebbles all day like being cooped up in concrete jungle kind of makes you forget about the beauty of being in the wild that's so true. So whereabouts are you based? We're in Devon. So we're based in Plymouth at the moment. Um, I think we're moving down into Cornwall in September. So we're going even more into the world of beaches, which will be lovely. So yeah, haven't flown very far from the Amazing. nest yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so going, going back, can you share your kind of journey into becoming a single parent because like you say you're you're only 22 now so and Bertie is three yeah so he's three on the 19th of May so very very nearly out of the terrible twos (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so would you mind sharing kind of yeah how your how your journey to single parenthood was yeah so um should I do like a quick synopsis So, yeah, um, sure. Uh, so like when I was 16, I met a 32 year old man. So I, he was my boss at the time. Within two months, I'd kind of moved out with him. I began this like crazy life where I was just so disconnected with everyone I knew. It was pretty unhealthy, as you can imagine, with that kind of age gap. And I didn't really realize how trashy the situation was. And was with him for three years. And then I fell pregnant when I was 19. And I didn't actually realize I was pregnant until I was five months pregnant, which was a massive surprise. I had thyroid issues, so I'd never had a period before. They put me on thyroxine, and which is the drug to kind of fix your body, and boom, got pregnant. And for I was yes, I was 19, and from I had three months to transition from being a 19-year-old fresher student into being a mum, and it was very stressful. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy. I remember Bertie was five days old, and I was having to do, like, economics coursework. It was hideous. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... I can't imagine only having three months to wrap your head around it because I felt like 
in one way, I, I wanted to rush through my pregnancy because I was so excited to meet my baby. Yeah. But in, and I just wanted it all to happen. And in another way, I kind of realized why sort of we needed, you know, the nine months to sort of mentally prepare for the for the change so so yeah three months really isn't isn't a lot of time and especially when you've got so much going on I didn't I didn't believe it really I completely ignored the issue and then gave birth and I was like oh wow like I have a baby now this is crazy and I don't think it sunk in until he was about one that I actually had this child that was mine and but I think it was really positive in a way that it obviously having a baby changes you so much and it makes you grow up so much and it made me instantly realize that this relationship I was in was really bad like really really bad and so I was like right I'm gonna break up with him and I tried to break up with him so much it took me from deciding to break up with him it took me four months of constantly being like right like I don't want this anymore and he just kind of stuck around and it was so unhealthy and I was so scared of being alone I'd spent like my entire adult life with him not that that was uh, that was only two years I'd only been an adult for two years at this point sure but um I think I put like such a stigma on being a single mum like I kind of felt like I'd failed and I was so stupid for having a relationship and a child with such a disgusting man. And I was so ashamed of myself for doing that. And so, yeah, it took me four months of saying I was going to do it and telling everyone I knew at the time, which wasn't very many people because he'd kept me in this bubble away from everyone, that it was it was very dramatic, actually, our breakup. It was like New Year's Eve 2018, and he was like, let's wipe the slate clean. And I was like, no, no, like, this this is it. And he, yeah. he stormed out on New Year's Eve, and I started 2019 a single mum. It's very tremendous. <laughs> well, yeah, very, very symbolic. Of a, of a of a new year a new chapter and how and how were you then because obviously breakups are you know always kind of hard but then when you're when there's a kid involved and if it's been a difficult relationship as well it can be even more challenging so how were you how, how old was Bertie then and how were you in yourself so Bertie would have been, he would have been about six months, come well, yeah, six, seven months. Um, I think at the time where I broke up with him, I was absolutely terrified um, just because it, it seemed to me like a death sentence that I was going to put myself under, but then it happened and oh my gosh, like it got so much easier because I think being in an unhealthy relationship is so hard on your soul and on everything part of your life that actually being a single mum is nothing compared to being in a hideous like nuclear family. Like I feel like it was really, really scary, but then just such an amazing release. (laughs) I love that. I feel like that needs to be the strap line for this episode because I think there are so many people you know, who probably go through that and think, oh, God, nothing could be worse than becoming a single parent. But then when it happens and you look back and you think, no, this is so much better than being in a dysfunctional relationship that just eats away at you. It's not healthy, for, you know, and it's not, it's not healthy for the, for the kids either to be yeah. part of that. 
So did he stick around in the picture for Bertie? Yeah, so we co-parented a little bit. Um, It was very, very bad. I think because of the dynamic that we had in our relationship that kind of continued, it was a lot of disappointments, a lot, a lot of stress. Probably that was probably the most stressful time of my life and then he moved over to to Europe um, and then we went over to visit him a couple of times I was really loving kind of this new arrangement that we might have where we'd go over for holidays I'd leave Bertie with him and he was living in Malta so I then used to like explore Malta for a bit by myself go back to see Bertie it was a really nice arrangement I loved it like it was it was crazy and actually Luckily, I had for three weeks of my adult life, I was free. So he went over to Malta twice. And in those three weeks, I crammed in, like I traveled as much as Europe as I could. I went hosteling. I did the crazy stuff within those three weeks. I was like, right, I need to go and like live my life. And I did. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah. So I lived this like fun life. And then I was pretty sure that this was just too good to be true. We We were getting on really well. And then all of a sudden, I we were arranging another trip. This was about a year after we broke up. Um, and then he just texted me out of the blue saying, and this is a quote, I wrote this quote down. It was, Jazz, I can't do this anymore. You can have him. I'll sort out some money for him. As soon as I've sorted myself out, you don't have to tell him about me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that was the end of co-parenting. <laughs> wow. And that was that, just like that in a text. Yeah, and this was over a year ago and I haven't heard anything since. So it's been the most stress-free, amazing year of my life so far. <laughs> well, that's great that you can, you know, that you that you can experience it that way and just enjoy the kind of liberation that comes with that not being tangled up in such a stressful dynamic. Yeah. So you obviously have a very independent streak to be able to kind of go off and, as you were saying in Malta, you know, go off for three weeks and travel yourself. Like, is that, has that always been something that's kind of inherent within you or do you have to kind of go out of your comfort zone when you do that stuff? Yeah, I think obviously like... I met this man when I was 16, so I had a blip of three years where I was kind of in a bubble and didn't get to know myself and didn't really understand who I was because I was with someone else. So I think when I had Bertie and I became a single mum, I I kind of have over the last couple of years realised all these traits in me that I loved. I love meeting new people. I love traveling. Like it's completely my comfort zone to do that. It's completely my comfort zone to kind of live a bit on the wilder side I guess which is really bad timing because this should have happened before (laughs) I had a baby (laughs) (laughs) well look at you now there's no stopping you I I mean it it doesn't sound like having a two going on three-year-old is holding you down which is great yeah yeah It's it's definitely not the death sentence that so many people told me that it would be and so Talking about finding the the just deciding to do this and to to buy a van and to to renovate it, what was that experience like? So did you just start kind of 
looking online and you know was it were you absolutely certain that this is what you were going to do or were you just kind of browsing or what were the steps to kind of go about it? I think it was just um, I really really liked the idea and obviously had no money which was a real issue because vans are very expensive and I came across this one van um, I went to see it and it just turned out that I took my family along and it was a family friend so I managed to sell my car and buy a very very old van so the van is a few years younger than me (laughs) and was just um yeah bought it on a pretty much of a whim really I kind of had the idea in my head I wanted to do it and I just thought you know what I'm just gonna do it I've got a couple of weeks off of furlough (laughs) and I very irresponsibly bought a very old and could have been a disaster but luckily the I think because I am who I like because I look I looked so silly. I was going around hardware shops and into mechanics, um, absolutely clueless, with a two-year-old on my hip. Um, I've met the most amazing people. My mechanic is one of my, like, he's, he's like my best friend now. He, he looked at me so well. Hardware shops were bringing us in and showing us the places out the back where you could buy, like, these offcuts. So, like, my units in my van cost me about £2 because I had all of the offcuts that they would sell me out the back. So I think the experience of, like, buying a van and doing everything and, like, just meeting so many new people, it showed me just how kind the world could be to us. So it was really lovely. That is so cool. And did you know how to, I mean, have you ever done a renovation project before or how did you even know how to put things together in the van and renovate it and use a drill? I had absolutely no idea. So I had to like, I had to go down the road to borrow a drill to start with. I had never used one before. I didn't realize, you know, that you could saw wood. I was going into hardware shops and kind of asking them to do it for me at the start. And they were like, look, you do realize it's like really easy. And like, I just relied on the goodwill of people. And we spent loads of time, um, my family have a pub and it was closed at the time because obviously um, it was fallow um, and COVID season. So we spent a lot of time with a lot of space. Um, we were parked up next to a double-decker red bus that Bertie would play in all day. He'd be up and down, ringing the bells, opening the doors, mm. whilst I'd be attempting to put together this van so yeah absolutely no experience in ever building I didn't have a single tool when I started that is so (laughs) unbelievably impressive honestly it would intimidate the hell out of me like buying a van that needed to be completely done up I wouldn't know where to start but yours looks amazing it's like you've had an interior designer on it as well you it's got such a lovely style and it seems so functional yeah yeah it's 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 really cozy it's like I I feel so at home in it and Bertie loves it more than anything I think as long as you don't look too closely yeah it's great from afar the the joining work you know I'm not quite there as a pro carpenter yet but (laughs) well I think you could be forgiven it looks amazing and so what kind of what kind of trips have you guys been on um, so obviously we have been throughout COVID season, we haven't been able to travel hugely far yet. Um, so we've just had, luckily we live in the most amazing 
countryside like Devon and Cornwall just there's so many places that you can park up for the night um just going my one of my favorite things to do is just parking up for the entire day in a woods we'll craft all day we'll build lanterns out of leaves and you've just got everything with you I found day trips used to be very stressful because you'd have to like pack a bag and bring lunch and in the morning it was quite a stressful experience to like go out whereas now I have everything in the van I've always got a meal I've always got like breakfast lunch and dinner like we keep porridge in there all the time so you've got everything you need you could possibly ever need for a toddler so you can just park up and you've got that freedom to kind of do whatever you want or when we go to the beach when Bertie inevitably jumps in the sea fully clothed we can go back get warm have a hot chocolate have a change of clothes and then spend the evening on the beach which is just so dreamy like I I just I can't believe it's our life I feel very blessed (laughs) that's incredible and so what would so say for instance if you're going on a day trip with with Bertie I'd love to hear what that kind of looks like or entails from getting the van organized or you say that you do kind of crafts and things like that but yeah it would be good to know how you break up because a day can be long with a toddler you know I think anyone who has a toddler will know that a day can be long and sometimes and, and sometimes there's that you know feeling of oh okay I need to make plans or I need to have stuff to do or else the day it's going to be really kind of long and challenging so it would be really great to hear how, yeah, what, what a day in the life of you and Bertie on a day trip looks like. Yeah, so I guess the van is always ready to go. I think that's something that I love is that I'm. it's always ready. It's so that we can go on adventures kind of when the weather's good. We'll just set off. We can go down to Cornwall or we go up to North Devon. Um, so we'll probably he's good for probably about an hour in the car I try not to when I'm so we're planning a big road trip in June I've kind of planned it so two or three hours max in the car over the course of the day is really really good Um, we'll get to say the beach or we do I do just love playing in the woods and I'd say I usually do kind of like a planned activity so one of my favorite things to do so obviously Bertie loves like all the Julia Donaldson books so if we go say to the woods we'll bring a load of props with us and for about an hour we'll reenact Room on the Broom and he will just He'll be in this magical world of like his imagination is running wild and we're both really entertained and we're running around. Or if we go to the beach, you know, snail on the whale, you bring all the props along. So you've got that like activity. And then to be fair, usually if we're in a place like that, where especially the beach or when you're in a woods, we've got a really good woods, like 40 minutes away from us, which is all enclosed. It's so safe that... I find if you set him off up with something, he will then just, he's hes so independent and he's such a little adventurer that he can probably entertain himself for about one or two hours on the beach. He'll start making something or he'll start digging a hole and putting his paw patrols in there that I can kind of sit there and it's really nice because its it's, we've had our real quality time and then I'll watch him play and like during lockdown, I learned how to crochet. So I'll sit there and crochet like, so we'll have like a really chilled out day and then because I've got all my cooking stuff with me I can then cook a like 
very we cook very basic stuff like he's a fussy toddler we'll have some pasta and pesto but that's really nice to break up the day we'll cook together he loves cooking an omelette that's his favorite thing to do in life and we'll probably spend an hour kind of he loves getting involved in cooking and I think just involving him in the most basic human things is the best way to entertain a toddler isn't it definitely (laughs) it sounds idyllic it all sounds so idyllic yeah in, all, in in amongst all of that, there is tantrums. I like forget, I forget to tell the bad bits. Like there is tantrums, and he is running away, and he's like a suicidal maniac because he's two. So there yeah. is times where you're just like, ah, oh, please stop trying to like jump in the sea or like <laughs> climb that tree. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good to know that he's a normal toddler um, oh, God, in yeah. that in, in that case. Um, and do you ever get lonely? Um, I think at the start of being a single mum, I really did. I really, really struggled. Obviously, coming out of such an intense relationship, I really struggled with um, being on my own, um, in my own company. But I definitely think now I love my own company. Um, I, I, I do like I don't we don't spend all of the time just us two we've got friends with vans that we meet up another great thing about having the van is through Instagram there's this amazing van community where like people meet up and there is such support I think like the single mum community I've also kind of found it's so supportive and I think I've never felt like such a social person since having an Instagram page um so that's been a real life changer for me, I think, for sure, finding those communities to make me feel social. And what have you learned about yourself in the process of this whole journey since you since you got pregnant with Bertie and now having the, the van and going on all these gorgeous kind of adventures together? Oh, what have I learned about myself? Probably that I just, I I love exploring. I've never had the chance in life to um, do my traveling or do any of that stuff that traditionally you do in your early 20s, but actually like learning that I love to meet new people. I love putting myself in situations where, you know, I'm with a two-year-old in the middle of a beach or sleeping on the side of it. Like those experiences I love. I've realized that I'm actually a really confident person, which is something that I never was like throughout my teen years, like, which is crazy. And through, I think the biggest thing for me through doing the van was like, I had this like real internal misogyny that has been put into me throughout my entire life and breaking out of that and doing stuff that people have kind of like put in my head that I shouldn't be doing that's given me immense confidence probably like too much so that it just makes you feel like you can kind of conquer the world when you've done things that women traditionally don't do especially as a single mum people have real dire views of single mums and it's just not true we're all awesome like we all do so much in such a little amount of time and yeah you feel strong I love, I absolutely love that. And what an incredible role model you are for Bertie as well. And what he sees in your, in your strength, in your courage, in your creativity, in your, you know, giving him the the gift of connection to nature, adventure. It really is 
amazing and it's unbelievably inspiring and now I just want to go and find a van and <laughs> yeah and 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 do this do the same it's just it's it's so cool it's one of these things that you know I, I often see kind of you know those gorgeous uh, VW vans and sort of have this little daydream of oh that would be so cool but um, yeah. it almost feels like you know something that you know just oh how would I do it or all of that but I think talking to you has definitely been really inspiring and I love the idea of doing more adventures with my son and just even just the bond that that you know helps must help kind of create as well yeah 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 I think that's that's another thing is that I couldn't imagine I, th I think being a single mum is so amazing because you have that bond with your child. And I think when I, well, I think I have a very distorted view of a nuclear family whereby you kind of have to like give your attention to someone else. I just, it's so alien to me ever having someone else in between me and Bertie. Like you've got such a strong bond and you're so in yeah. tune with each other when it's just you two. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're doing an absolutely stellar job as Bertie's mom. He's very lucky to get access to so many fun adventures and such an independent, strong mom as well. Um, so, so Jazz, thanks so much for, for chatting to me today and for sharing your story and your inspiration. And I cannot wait to keep track of more of your adventures. Yeah, well, we're... we're gonna go on a crazy road trip in June so we're gonna try and live out of the van for a month in Ireland with oh, no, nice. no shower so yeah that's gonna be it's gonna be messy and hideous but I hope great <laughs> that will be amazing what part of Ireland are you going to um so we're doing the whole wild Atlantic way hopefully we've booked 28 days over there I've just booked the ferries um amazing. so and yeah, we've got a couple of family over there, so hopefully bump into them at some point, but spend a lot of time. It's really good wild camping over there. So yeah. Well, I will absolutely be keeping tabs on that, given that it's my home country. So yeah. um, it would be really great if you're up for it to do maybe an Instagram stories takeover while you're while you're on it for Frollo. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I will come like un unshowered and <laughs> 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 yeah, give us the the real version, the real window into what it's like um, camping on the road. But no, it would be so good. And it's such a beautiful part of the world as well, the the west coast of Ireland. So yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, Jas, thanks. So lovely to chat to you. And thank you so much. And where where can people find you if they're looking looking for you on Instagram? Um, okay, yeah. So I've got I've only got my van page on Instagram actually, and it's Barb's the van and friends, and that's where we put everything. Everything we do is to do at the van anyway. So. Fab. Okay, well, lovely to chat to you, and looking forward to keeping track of your future adventures. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. God, and thank you everyone for listening. Until next time. If you would like to connect with other single parents in your area, as well as a wider community of single parents and access support and advice easily, download the Frodo app and join us. 
Otherwise, head to our website, www.frolo.com and sign up to our newsletter to stay connected to us. All the links are in the show notes. To help us reach more single parents, it really helps us when you subscribe to this podcast and leave us a rating and review. So we would be really grateful if you could take a minute to do so. You've been listening to Frollo, the single parent podcast, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time, have a great week.